Talk on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Good morning to all of you joining us locally by radio and streaming online. We appreciate you tuning in. Today is Sunday, March 25th, 2018. I'm Maddie Love, and I'm really happy to be joined in studio today by Hertzy Hertz and Stephanie Savan. Minnesota Atheist is a co-sponsor of the upcoming Secular Women Work Conference. So this morning, we're asking Stephanie to switch hats, and instead of hosting Atheist Talk, Hertzie and I are going to relentlessly grill Stephanie about the Secular <laughs> Women Work Conference that's taking place here in Minnesota the weekend of August 24th. This is an open conversation. We welcome and encourage listener interaction with your phone calls to 952-946-6205. Your emails to radio at mnatheist.org. Tweet us at Atheist Talk or send us a message over at facebook.com slash Atheist Talk. Hertzie and Stephanie, thank you for taking the time on this busy Tolkien day the day we celebrate the fall of Sauron and the destruction of Veridur to join me in studio. Good morning, Maddie. <laughs> this just makes me playing D&D today that much better. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm doing a like really heavy undead campaign. So. Oh, so the Eye of Sauron will be watching you as it falls. Okay, so <laughs> first like obvious question, got to ask out of the gate. The conference you're organizing, Stephanie, the Secular Women Work. Is this the kind of conference that would be acceptable for me to cosplay as Wonder Woman or Batgirl? I think casual cosplay would be appropriate. So, <laughs> like, if you had your Wonder Woman shirt with the outfit, t-shirt with the outfit printed on there, yes. Uh, but it is not <laughs> a science fiction or fantasy <laughs> conference straight out. Okay, so now if I have a dress that's just similar, like, it, it's designed to look like it, but it's Absolutely. a full dress. You could probably even, you know, wear your Grecian sandals with it. It'd be all good. You know I'm probably going to do this now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so what kind of conference is it really? So if it's not science fiction and it's not like cosplay, why as an atheist do I want to go to this conference? <laughs> um, our, our tagline for the conference is a conference by and for a, uh, activists. So really what we are doing is um, – teaching practical skills for activism to make your activism better. Um, we really, we try to concentrate on kind of uh, generalizable skills. So even though it is a, a technically a secular movement conference, um, not all of our speakers are necessarily from the secular movement. Uh, last time we had representative Phyllis Kahn on, um, and she is still religiously Jewish. Um, we uh, we actually also had my mother as a speaker, um, who is uh, technically a nun, but not a non-believer. Nun, N-O-N-E. Um, I was gonna <laughs> ask. It's a really interesting family. Yeah, the secular uh, nuns, it's very much like secular Judaism. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really bad habit. Um, but in her capacity as a, a longtime politician as well. Um but yeah, we, and you know, if you come in, you should be picking up skills that are useful to you, whatever your particular focus is. Um, it's just that we focus really hard on um, basically women's work within the, the secular movement. You say women's work, and you talked about this at the last public meeting, which fantastic talk that you gave. But Thank you. You talked about women's work and you kind of explained what it was then. Can you kind of, to be honest, it was one of the, I, I've heard the term before, but I hadn't really heard someone define it as well as you did. Okay. So 
when we talk about work and we talk about compensation, um, particularly in the U.S., I haven't looked at data for other countries, we see that um, women do the bulk of unpaid work in the U.S. Now, a lot of that is um, household and child-rearing duties, but if you look at volunteer work, um, women do slightly more of the work there as well. And um, unfortunately, living in a highly capitalistic society, we don't tend to put value on any work that isn't paid. And so, all of that, that work kind of gets lumped together and dismissed as unimportant and treated as what we call women's work. Um, and honestly, as a movement, we're not rich. We cannot function um, just on paid labor. It, it's just not going to happen. We need volunteers. And if we want to keep them around, we need to appreciate them. Um, so, Basically, Secular Women Work is here to, to highlight that expertise and share it around and share the load and make everybody a little bit better at what we do. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I can't, every single, I think every group that I'm involved in that I feel like is doing work that I care about is at least half volunteer, if not more. At usually, least. Usually 100% with like one or two people. So Right. Yeah, Minnesota atheists, none of what we do gets paid. <gasps> no. Wait. <laughs> um, no, you're not getting a check for today's show. <laughs> I was expecting a big fat radio check one day. <laughs> yeah. No offense, I get paid first. <laughs> yeah, but you're on the board. I've been doing this longer than either of you. <laughs> True. But no, I still she don't see any money. <laughs> I get. I just know my voice is on the airways. That's 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 enough for me right now. You're compensated in exposure, which you can die from. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. awesome. So, the conference has been around. I mean, this isn't the first time you guys have been around, right? The first one was in 2015. So what's it the, was awesome. I yeah, and I don't know where what i was doing i don't remember what i was doing two weeks ago i don't remember what I was doing in 2015 <laughs> without looking it up what's the history of secular women work uh, i realize that's an expansive question right but can you trace the roots of like where secular women work came from yes absolutely um Basically, we have been having um, an ongoing discussion about um, sexism from um, people being, from women being ignored, um, all the way up to sexual harassment and assault uh, in this movement since at least 2009. I'm sure it is not the first time the secular movement has had this ongoing roiling discussion um it's just the first time i and uh, much of my generation has been around for it um back in 2014 um buzzfeed put out an article about michael Shermer and the accusation of rape against him um this was not the first time that Allegations of rape or harassment had been talked about with regard to Shermer. Um, PZ had put out, uh, shared uh, an accusation that then ended up being more fully 
investigated and, and shared in the BuzzFeed article um, the year before. And um, the basic response was, how dare you? Was, how dare you talk about this? Um, and it was part of an ongoing discussion at that point already of harassment that had started in 2012, which also very much the same reaction. How dare you talk about this? You know, in a movement where everything is supposed to be up for discussion, how dare you talk about harassment? Um, and it, that didn't entirely stop with the well-researched BuzzFeed article, which had Shermer telling three different stories about the accusation, which documented several other women who had had issues with Shermer, um, although not rape. And at that point, it becomes pretty much impossible to think that this movement as a whole values the contributions of the women in it. If it thinks we should show up and be subject to that and not be warned, nobody is placing any real value on our work. And there, there are a number of things that we've done over time to try to work on that. Um, but Secular Woman, which is an organization um, I'm currently on the board, I wasn't at the time, that works to amplify the voices of women in the secular movement. Um, was working on the issue, was trying to highlight voices of women. And I had put on a couple of conferences with Minnesota atheists as, as part of a committee. Um, and at the previous one, we had said, so what if we we're, have almost entirely women speakers that we've invited so far? Um, you know, what if we just sort of coincidentally had it had that happen? Um, and we decided if we were going to do that, we should probably actually think about it and <laughs> <laughs> and not just have it coincidentally happen. Um, although there are a lot of really good women speakers out there. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so we didn't do it that year, but the the next year, um, I was talking to Monette Richards, a secular woman. Um, I was wanting to, having done conferences for a couple of years, I had some ideas about how they should go, wanted a little more control. Um, so we decided to put on Secular Women Work and kickstart it so that we basically could have the funds and the freedom to experiment with format and speakers and all that sort of thing. Um, and, and it worked. Enough people went to the Kickstarter, bought tickets, bought our t-shirts, donated um, donated tickets so other people could come, uh, and we raised enough money, and and then we said, oh, <laughs> we're going to have to put on a conference now. <laughs> so we did that. Does Kickstarting versus having somebody like gift the cash, does that give you more freedom? Um. That kind of cash does tend to come with strings attached. That's kind of what I thought. All right, well, please stay with us through the break, because unlike Jesus, we don't make false promises. We will actually come back. You're listening to Atheist Talk on AM 950, KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. <laughs> Welcome 
Welcome back to AM950, KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. You're tuned in to Atheist Talk. I'm your host, Maddie Love, in studio with Hertzie Hertz and Stephanie Spann. We are chatting about the upcoming Secular Women Work Conference taking place in Minnesota the weekend of August 24th. Before we get back to the show, I want to take a moment to thank a listener who helped us out of a technical snafu last week. Huge thanks to Deb, who helped us get our podcast feed straightened out. You're awesome, you're patient, and I really do thank you. For Deb and everyone else listening live immediately following this program, you can listen to American Atheist Viewpoint, an official production from American Atheists. If you miss an episode live, you can always catch American Atheist Viewpoint by subscribing to the podcast version in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. If you're listening live and want to join us, maybe just share your favorite piece of activism or what you've learned from Secular Women Workshops or the first conference. You can reach us in studio at 952-946-6205. You can email us at radio at mnatheist.org, tweet us at Atheist Talk, or leave a message on the Facebook post for this episode over at facebook.com slash Atheist Talk. And speaking of live tweets, Stephanie, we got on our Twitter feed, Larry Yelling, no, Larry Yelling Man from Larry- <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the I'm looking up Plimpus podcast right now man yells at news he wants to know was there any blowback from bro no blowback from bro flakes as, as he words <laughs> I love that that's a great term it is a wonderful term um, oh we had we had so many so many trolls the first time around um, you know we we had <clears throat> people tweeting from pictures of, of the the auditorium, which, you know, we got a 250-seat auditorium and had about 75 people. So, obviously, the conference was a complete failure because we didn't stack every seat. I, I know, guys, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're not trying to make sense. They're trying to make trouble. Um, and... and you know, reacting to little bits of, of live tweeting that happened and just you know, no no charity in terms of what no trying to understand what speakers were actually saying, any of that, of course. Wait, and they, the did moment, they attend too? Oh no. Oh good. No, no, they just sat at home all weekend and watched our Twitter feeds. <laughs> watched our hashtag. So you're out doing actual activism training, talking to people, and they're doing slacktivism, complaining about your activism not doing enough. Yes. That makes perfect sense. Of course. It's evidence-based <laughs> rational thinking. Um, this time around, I haven't seen much. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure that I would. I'm sure there's some out there I'm not seeing. Um, we did have one person when Steve Shives tweeted promoting the conference uh, and our Kickstarter, because we're kickstarting it again, saying you can't put on a conference without e-bagging um <laughs> to to which i responded well actually yes i did say well actually um <laughs> kickstarter is how we're selling tickets and making sure that there's enough demand for the conference before we invest a whole bunch of time and energy into it and if you want to find out how to do that yourself we'll have experts in this at the conference you can come buy a ticket at kickstarter and come and learn something well and that just makes me laugh because i think we i think we were talking about this before the show it's like kickstarter is how so many things start crowdfunding it's like somebody saying this is e-bagging i'm like that's how that's how the world works now 
I mean, we will accept donations. Oh, obviously. Um, and, and we've set up one tier that is you can buy a ticket for somebody else uh, because a lot of the people doing this work are people who are really already completely overloaded and are doing volunteer work despite making very little money in their day jobs. Um, so it's really nice to be able to have those tickets. But we're also, you know, you can advertise in our program booklet. You can get our T-shirts. You can get um, our, our logo T-shirt and logo sticker, uh, logo keychain, and and Surly Ramex from Surly Amy. Um, we also have a couple of um, a little more fun and irreverent um, things you can get if you buy a t-shirt you can choose to get our body by cortisol athletic t-shirt <laughs> for all of us stress monkeys <laughs> <laughs> i need that t-shirt exactly yes. right who doesn't yes, you do <laughs> um and um you can if you get the sticker instead of getting our our logo sticker you can get a couple of the the small uh, outrage brigade merit badges um for those who understand what that is. Oh, and, and I we understand will be talking about that. we'll be doing an extra for Patreon on yes. Outrage Brigade. So anybody who doesn't know that can um, just become a patron. Yeah. You know, for only a dollar an episode, which is significantly cheaper than entrance into the, you know, Secular Women Work Conference. It is. Although after, over a course of a hundred uh, weeks, it would probably equal out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do the math for him. <laughs> Well, you talked about the Kickstarter. Yes. How long is the Kickstarter going for? Uh, the Kickstarter has been going for uh, about 25 days at this point. We are coming up on the end of it this Thursday. We are not fully funded yet. Um, if we do not fully fund, we will not have a conference because as much as we would love to have a tiny boutique conference um, for really, really dedicated people – we do think there has to be some kind of minimum demand in order to be able to put that on. But we're getting closer. Um, we've been getting a whole lot closer in the, the last few days. So I, I have it up right now. We're at 8,900. 8,900. So, so that's two thirds, 13,000. That's not bad. So it's over half. Yep. Is there any possibility that you would, if you're cl- close enough, that you would extend it out a week, say, to the. F- that is not something you can do on Kickstarter. Oh, not even to like the next Friday, like the next day. No. That's payday. No, people need to, <laughs> to get. <laughs> if, if you want to come to this conference and you want to make sure it's going on, you know, we've got to get the tickets in before basically dinner time Thursday. Because I need enough time to wind down from the end of the Kickstarter before I try to go to bed. <laughs> Stress monkey that I am. That's what the cortisol shirt is for. Exactly. I was going to say, you're getting one of those shirts one way or the other, right? Yep. <laughs> Good. So this is the second conference. Yes. Um, and we talked before in the last segment um, that there were other, you know, there was, there was another, you've done workshops at all the Skepticons. Um, there was the other conference here in Minnesota. I guess what I'm interested in, what was the very, what was the first conference like outside of the the bro flakes that tweeting from home that is an excellent question because most people have never been to an activist conference um it was very workshop heavy um we had workshops on things like um handling public criticism which is always a, a significant topic um we had a workshop where people could plan their activist campaign um we had uh, I believe we had an imposter syndrome workshop there. I'm pretty sure we'll do that again. Um, 
We had workshops on um, accessibility, making your events accessible to everybody, um, on assertive communication, on treating your volunteers well so they'll keep volunteering with you. Oh, yeah, All that was a good sorts one. of topics. Um, and then a few things we pulled out into panels. Uh, we had a panel on fundraising, subtitled, or how to ask for money. Um, <laughs> E-bag. <laughs> or E-bag. <laughs> no, we didn't. No. Um, we had a panel on getting your message out in spite of a hostile press. What do you do when you're not when they're not looking to get your message out for you. Um, we had a, a panel on being an ally, on helping people who aren't you. So, lots of topics. All right, we'll return to our discussion right after this brief commercial break. I'm Maddie here with Hertzie and Stephanie. You're listening to Atheist Talk on KTNF, AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Thank you for tuning in to Atheist Talk on AM 950 KTNF. I'm Maddie Love in studio with Hertzie Hertz and Stephanie Svan discussing the upcoming Secular Women Work Conference. Before we continue with our conversation, which will be our final segment this weekend, I wanted to thank all of you. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to thank those of you who allow Atheist Talk to stay on the air and as a podcast. Atheist Talk is produced with funding from Minnesota Atheist and Cucumbers Restaurant in Edina. Cucumbers is open again. Please consider visiting our sponsors, and if you do, let them know that you're, you appreciate their support of Atheist Talk. And if you'd like to advertise on this program and help keep us on the air, please contact us at radio at mnatheist.org. This radio program is put together by dedicated volunteers and the generous donations of our listeners. Listeners like you keep Atheist Talk on the radio and in podcast form. If you're able to help with the donation, please consider doing so at our radio fund page, or consider becoming a patron of the show by heading over to patreon.com slash Atheist Talk, where this week's patrons will be getting an extended version of the show uh, that may have some outrage in it. Uh, <laughs> Extreme outrage. And also swearing. For all you thinking atheists out there. Minnesota Atheist is a 501c3 Minnesota Atheist is a 501c3 tax deductible organization. I can't laugh and read this at the same time. I'm sorry. I'll cover my face. <laughs> music by Music for Atheist Stock is by composer and member Brent Michael David. All right. With the one ring now destroyed, we return to Hertzy and Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frodo. <laughs> I'm rewatching those movies during my breaks at work this week. I just fast forward to the parts with Sam and Frodo because <laughs> I love the books. My favorite parts of the books, it's their, their friendship and the movies. They just totally ruin that. And friendship is important. Friendship is magic. I learned that from my little pony. Um, thank you, Fluttershy. Anyway. Oh, come on. <laughs> getting back to the secular women conference. <laughs> Pinkie pie. Okay, I'm good. No, Fluttershy. We'll argue about one this the, later. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things that came up during last week's meeting, one of the questions for you, Stephanie, was whether secular women work was open to more than just women. Like, Absolutely. And this comes up every time we have a, a themed conference in the movement. Um, for example, Secular Social Justice, which is happening in D.C. in a few weeks. Can you go if you're not a person of color? Yes, absolutely you can. Pretty much all of the workshop presenters and, and speakers will be people of color. But if you're willing to learn from people of color, then you are welcome. And the same thing is true at Secular Women Work. You do not have to be a woman or genderqueer to, to show up. All of our presenters will be. You just have to be somebody who is comfortable learning from women. That's all. 
And it's really sad if you're not. Well, and who wants to get better at their activism? Um, it's, it is a lot of fun, uh, but we do make you work. I mean, all of our workshops are actually workshops. You know, you'll, you'll be doing something, which is why we break it up with panels and talks. Well, and I, Marissa McCool and, uh, Marissa McCool and I did Skepticon, like helping people learn how to podcast. Right. And that was one of the things you stressed when you said, hey, Maddie, Marissa, do you two want to do this? Was you didn't want it to be us just up there droning on and on and on. Right. It was, let's get some interaction, some feedback. And, you know, it was a little difficult with the content, with the content we were doing. But at the same time, I as you said, it's like, yeah, that's really important. Like, Yeah, we want people to come away with practical, right. hands-on skills. I mean, we have no shortage of work to be done in the secular movement. Um, and a lot of people don't step up to do it because they're not sure they can and uh, a lot of you you can you just can't don't don't that's why we do an imposter syndrome workshop i was gonna say um, if i can do it anybody can do it <laughs> i feel the same way yeah you're coming to the imposter syndrome <laughs> workshop <Ditto. laughs> but also, you know, there are some things that do require special knowledge or simply, you know, it's good to talk to other people who have done it so you're not reinventing the wheel and making the same mistakes they did because we've all, all, all made mistakes. Um, and and that's, you know, that's one of those things. We just, let's make it easier for you. I think the... We're not going to pay you. We can at least make it easier for you. <laughs> Um, I think the volunteer wrangling workshop was actually one of my favorite workshops that year. Um, Jen Vian from CFI Michigan. She's now the executive director there or director. I don't know what they do at the chapter level, but yeah, she's awesome. Um, But yeah, she gave a, she was like, oh, and I have these spreadsheets and you can look at them. I can give you access so that you can, you know, try and figure out how you want to do this for your organization. But these are the things that you should have in place. And it's one of those I'm looking going, at some point, I really need to do this. I need time to do it first, but the, the, just that idea that somebody has these documents out there for us to look at and learn from is awesome. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much knowledge. All we have to do is share it. Oh yeah. That was, and that was well, just okay. Like, first we have to pay for it. Then <laughs> we can share it. <laughs> well, and it's just like, that was just like one part of the workshop, but the whole week, was it two days last year or is it just Three days. Three days, yeah. All Friday th- evening, Saturday all day, and Sunday uh, we knock off a little early because some people have to travel. Oh, yeah. And I think I at least went to two days. I can't remember if I was there Friday night, but I mean, every day was scribbling in my notebook trying to catch as much of this knowledge as I could. <laughs> I'm looking forward to doing it again. Excellent. Uh, we had another Twitter question that was asking, how do you wrangle volunteers? And I'm going to actually answer this for you um you need to come to the kick go to the kickstarter buy a ticket, <laughs> and come to the conference and then you'll learn how to do that at least i'm assuming no? yes yes yeah. 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 yeah 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 or maybe any maybe even just buy a ticket for somebody else and then ask after the ask them <laughs> like if you can't make it here because it's too far away <laughs> um stephanie Earlier in the month, you actually asked Hertzie and I to record a couple promo videos. Um, first, at the Secular Women Work Conference, I got to talk to Greta Christina. I'm like, oh, that was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I did almost throw up before I talked to her because I was that nervous. Oh, okay. um, she, oh, anyway, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I just don't understand how anybody can be nervous before talking to Greta. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. <laughs> I was nervous the first time I talked to you, too. Yeah, so, I know. Hey. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't it last year at Convergence? I was like, okay, so wait, you and I have kind of done stuff. Are we friends? <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> when Hertz, are you... Have you talked to Jessica Chow, or are you going to talk to Jessica going Chow? Going to talk to Jessica Chow. And I first heard Jessica talk at Skepticon last, just this, Skepticon 10, just last November. Oh my gosh, so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to, to the chat you have with her. Um, but you gave us some questions, Stephanie, for um, Greta and, and for Jessica. So I'm going to make you answer them, too. Okay. Because, like, hey, I filled 40 minutes with those four questions. You have... Less four. Little, yeah, four and a half, five. <laughs> uh, so first question was, tell us how you got involved in movement activism. I actually, um, Mike Hobrick, who was host on this show for a while back in like 2008, um, was getting a little tired of doing every single show. And he was like, you have an okay voice. You want to do that? And that was the entry. Seriously, Atheist Sock was my entry to to movement activism wow yeah that's that's kind of cool yeah yeah mike was actually he's the one who got me on the show so yeah he's responsible for a lot of us that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> i i volunteered myself <laughs> yes sucker it was that D episode <laughs> really mine was a podcast episode <laughs> he was like oh hey you want to go back i'm like sure this is it's like podcasting except i don't have to edit <laughs> Uh, next question for you is tell us why you do, well, you wrote, tell us why you do a specific cool piece of activism. So like for Greta, I asked her what she wanted to do. She wanted to talk about godless perverts, which is like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And they meet at the same place as TST San Francisco. Totally off topic. But like for you, what is your specific cool piece of activism that you want, that you do? You You can't say atheist. I, 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 I wrote that question, but I am so <laughs> not a specialist. I am one of those people who kind of dabbles in everything. Um, one thing I'm, I'm doing right now that not everybody's doing, um, I'm working with Minnesota Atheists and the Center for Inquiry to currently challenge Minnesota marriage officiant laws, uh, because at this point, only people who um, have certification from groups that are basically willing to identify themselves as religions, um, which covers humanists because the Humanist Institute is a religious organization. Um, There's another atheist group in Twin Cities that has been willing to identify themselves as a religious group, even signing the papers. Um, But I am certified as a secular celebrant through CFI and certified through Minnesota Atheists. Um, Neither of those groups is willing to identify as a religion, which means that currently I cannot file, well, I could, I'd get turned down, to officiate marriages legally here in the state. I can do services, but they won't be recognized. That's ridiculous. Um, so, I've been working with Minnesota Atheists for several years to try to get the legislature to change it. I'm now working with CFI to go the legal route. I got to interrupt you guys for a moment because I just refreshed the Kickstarter. We're at 9,800. 90, oh. Climbing. Oh. 
I'm going to have to run a conference. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I actually, I got my, I can legally officiate marriages, but I I am a reverend in the First Church of Atheism. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Out of Pennsylvania. Right. And this is the same reason that I I don't work with, um, like, the Church of Satan. I appreciate what they do, and there are some things that are much easier for them to do because they do specifically identify as a religion. Um, But I also think it's important for groups that identify specifically as not a religion um, to have, within reason, access to some of these same perks. Yeah, because, like, the Satanic Temple does good work where it's doing it, like because right. it's got its own mission. Right. But I think they would be the first to jump on board and say, "No, you shouldn't have to be a religion, right, <laughs> to officiate marriages." That's ridiculous. Right. We're supposed to have separation of church and government, like. Well, and in fact, I mean, that's kind of what they do is they go in and they'll start applying for it. And then all of a sudden people will be like, no, 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 we don't want you. So we're just going to have to get rid of this. Damn it. Yeah, I guess I, okay, so we've gotten through two questions. Yes. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> tell us something you want people to learn about activism. You can do it. Honestly, you, you do not have to. Um, Monette, one of my co-organizers with this, by the way, the conference is also co-sponsored by uh, secular women and black non-believers. Um, these are organizing sponsors. Um, one of the things Monette talks about is doing activism as a nobody. You're not a nobody. But even if you feel like a nobody, you can do activism. And you can start, and then you can get better. And it's good. That's kind of like, well, we've only got like 30 seconds left. So <laughs> we can talk about that later. Uh, last question. Tell us why you're excited for the conference. I, this is honestly one of my best opportunities to make this movement better, and I have been working on that just as a thing for nearly a decade, and this is a way I get to do it in a positive fashion. So, hey, go out to Kickstarter, look up Secular Women Work, bring us up over 13,000, it'll be good, it'll be awesome, please. And there'll be a link in the show notes as well, so like, you don't even have to go looking for like, it'll be right there. And then I'm sure we'll put it on the Facebook page, too. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to Atheist Talk. I'm proud to be on the air with Minnesota Atheists, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. All opinions and ideas expressed in today's show were the opinions of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily represent the opinions and ideas of Minnesota Atheists, even though these two are on the board. This show depends on the general support of our members, our sponsors, and donors. Please consider supporting the show through the donation link at mnatheist.org, our Patreon page. This has been Atheist Talk on AM 950 KTNF.